Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Maniac Podcast, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. Uh, before we get going, you always know this is the drill. You can always go to the Michigan Maniac Podcast fan page on Facebook. Uh, you know, like it, enjoy the articles, enjoy the pictures, everything that I feel that is relatable to Michigan football. That's where you're going to find it. You know, anything cool, anything I think is maybe controversial or interesting or just whatever, it's going to be there. Uh, if you're listening on any type of platform, obviously you are, please leave uh, uh, like a review or go to the Michigan Maniac Podcast, leave a review, uh, rate it on whatever uh, platform you're listening to, and let's just enjoy this thing. I may be the only independent podcast that's not backed by a big-time news thing like 24-7 or the USA Today or whatever else is going on, Detroit Post or whatever the fuck's going on anywhere else. I am just me, a guy who sits in my house and does this podcast. I'm not a journalist. I'm not a guy who deals with anything else. I'm just a straight-out fan. That's why we're the best, all right? So what we're going to do today, I know I should be talking about Michigan basketball, but we're, I'll be honest, I listen to other Michigan podcasts, and I get crazy irritated when people only pick and choose the information they want to tell you all right now granted i believe that how we ended this season was an absolute disgrace all right the arguments between don brown and jim harbaugh against uh devin bush and you need to be a captain all this kind of stuff that stuff is for them to deal with if it's real or if it's false who cares all right. I get it. We are old school fans and new school fans. And for you old school fans, something you have to realize and deal with is this. 
if you if we are playing in a bowl game that is not rose or playoff affiliated, you have to start getting used to the idea that these kids aren't going to play. I get it. If they're captains, it's bullshit, and they should be there regardless. I understand that. And I'm not going to argue with you. I have a different perspective, but I used to share the same idea as you. I get it. I totally get it. But this is a new day and age. We're not changing this, all right? We're just not. This is how it's going to be. Because I can guarantee you, if we were not in the Peach Bowl, but in the first round of the playoffs like we were supposed to be, if we didn't fucking throw up all over the place and shove our heads up our ass against Ohio State, then we would have been in the first round of the playoffs against Alabama. And you think Rashawn Gary, Devin Bush, uh, who else missed the game? Oh, well, Bushel Beatty probably would have missed because who knows what his reason was for missing. Higdon would have played. They all would have played because there was something to that game. That's what it is nowadays. I can't defend it. I don't know. They they decide and choose now when they want to play. That's something we just have to deal with. And we can bitch and complain about it or we can just deal with it. That's It's not going to change. It's just not. So we can we can criticize them all we want to. It's still not going to change the result of what we're doing. All right. And what the state of the program is. Now, listen, once a person decides he's not going to be a Michigan Wolverine, then he is no longer part of the program. And we don't need to concern ourselves with what this person is doing for the rest of his career. Now, we can cheer him on. And we can wish them the best of luck. And I hope we do. And I hope we don't badmouth these dudes. Because I'll be honest. If you're faced with a multi-million dollar decision, what are you going to do? And I'm just saying really realistically think about it. What are you going to do if you have an option? to? And somebody's told you, listen, you go into this. You go into this draft and you can, you can get drafted in the first two rounds. And you can make multi-million dollars. Money, or you can play in a bowl game and and maybe blow out your knee or whatever. I'm just telling you, it's not as easy as you think it is. I know we're old school. I know we were raised to a certain thing. I'm just saying we need to just be able to move past this stuff. Now, I'm done with that subject. I've been done with that subject for a while, but it just happens to be weighing on my mind right now. What I really want to get to are these podcasts that talk shit about Harbaugh and how his era here, his era here at Michigan is over or the luster's knocked off of it or we're no good or blah, blah, whatever. Now, listen, I agree. Harbaugh needs to take the CEO role. He doesn't need to be calling passes. any. He doesn't need to be calling plays anymore is what I'm trying to say. He doesn't need to do it. He is an old school guy who can't seem to break himself out of this habit. So get a dynamic OC. You're telling me that there are no offensive geniuses out there who want to deal with a uh, fucking Zach Charbonnet, a Shea Patterson, and then the three wide receivers we fucking have? Are you kidding me? They would be drooling over the fact that they want to come and play or they want to come and coach at Michigan. Harbaugh just needs to address the fact that he can't break himself out of this mold and he needs to go and take over the CEO 
That's what he needs to do. He needs to deal with the overall health of the program. Why would a CEO ever concern himself with the everyday dealings of bullshit? And that's what the, o- the OC does. The OC, just like the DC, has to call the plays and has to make it work. And that's their job. That's the ceiling of their job. They need to be the best at that job. Harbaugh doesn't need to do that. Harbaugh needs to... Re- concentrate on recruiting not losing recruiters to other fucking teams he needs to pay attention to high school kids five-star kids who want to come play for us he needs to start dealing with the quarterbacks and then really helping them i mean he does all this stuff he doesn't need to be calling plays that's on harbaugh now if harbaugh doesn't do it then good riddance see you later harbaugh i love you i think you've been fantastic for this program because you've turned us back to what we used to be a 9-10 to 10 win program every effing season. That's what he's done. He's accomplished his goal. Now we need to grow to the next level. We need to gain to the next level. And how we're going to do that? Well, there's plenty of people who think that he needs to go and do what Brian Kelly did. And I kind of agree. He needs just like I said, he needs to be the CEO of the company. He doesn't need to be calling plays. Brian Kelly uh, came to that realization He's got Notre Dame relevant, okay? But the one thing I still say that we compare him to and we need to relax on is that he's a lot like Dabo Sweeney. Now, I heard some other podcasts the other day talk about, well, Dabo Sweeney still won ACC championships and a national championship as he was ramping up his team. Well, okay, if you want to do a sweeping overview and not bring up any type of stats, sure, you can be an ass like that and then just give us a bunch of bullshit. But here, we're going to break down the numbers for you because that really fucking irritated me. Okay, so we're going to do this. Now, Dabo Sweeney was hired in 08. He only had seven games under his belt that season, and he went four and three as the head coach at that point in time, right? 09, he went nine and five, right? He lost to Georgia Tech in the in the uh, ACC championship game, which was later uh, like vacated or whatever you want to call it. From Georgia Tech because of whatever violations Georgia Tech had. Nine and five, he got there. That's how weak the ACC was when he initially took over. Okay? The next year, he was six and seven. Then 2011 was his first ACC championship. He went 10 and four. That's right, people. 10 and four. Okay? Then he, 2012, went 11 and two. Didn't win the ACC at 11 and 2. Didn't win the ACC. You know who won it? Florida State. Oh, 2013 went 11 and 2. Didn't win it cuz he had he lost to Florida State. Uh 2014 10 and 3. Didn't win it because he was fucking lost it to Florida State. Now, if he was a Michigan head coach, people would be going absolutely nuts. Even though he went 11 and 2, 11 and well 10 and 4, 11 and 2, 11 and 2 and 10 and 3. All because he didn't win his division or his conference. 
People were still giving him shit. It was called Clemsoning because he lost key games at key times. That's Harbaugh at this point in time. Harbaugh took over pure, unadulterated shit as a fucking football team. Michigan Wolverines were garbage. 100% garbage. We had, I don't know why I have to keep telling you guys this, but Rich Rod was garbage. Then we fucking hired Brady Hoke, which I have to hear from one of my Ohio State friends as Brady the Joke. I don't care. They're losers. They were losers. They destroyed our program. Same with Dave Brandon. Awful. He couldn't CEO a goddamn toy company in Toys R Us. And he definitely couldn't fucking AD our fucking football team. That's all I'm saying is he was garbage. We were at the absolute bottom of the barrel for Michigan football. Harbaugh comes in and one year changes everything. Everything. Yes, he's one and nine against top ten, te- top ten teams. And yes, he has signed a bunch of four star, five star recruits. I'm not trying to push the blame off of Harbaugh. He needs to stop calling plays. He's in 1970, 1980 game mode when we need to be in 2018, 2019 mode. I get it. Harbaugh has things to blame, but let's not start getting on his ass like he's a fucking five and seven. Seven Brady Hoke, Freddie Flintstone of football. Give me a break. I mean, Dabo Sweeney didn't even win. I think he won his first. He won his only national title in 2016 when he went four and one. 2015 to 2018, he's won the ACC championship. And let me remind you that for at least two of those years, the ACC has been complete garbage. Garbage. Uh, Lamar Jackson left Louisville, which was happened to be a, the team in his division. Same with Jim uh, Jimbo L, whatever Jimbo whatever his name is. I can't even remember the stupid coach's name. Florida State guy Jimbo went to fucking Texas A and M. That was the only reason why Florida State was good because obviously Florida State sucked dick this year with that new coach. Okay. So when you, I mean, let's face it, he had four years, right, where he won one ACC title, and he was 10, 40, 42 and 8 or 10, 42 and 10 over like four years? And people still complain. We need to relax. Let Harbaugh build this program. Please let Harbaugh build this program, and I guarantee you we'll see what we like. Because if not, it's one or two things are going to happen, all right? And here are the major points of why I'm irritated, is that Harbaugh and Don Brown need to do one thing. They need to update themselves to today's type of football. I get it. Don Brown's defense is phenomenal against most teams, but he needs to have certain packages against better teams where you can confuse some shit. I mean, Washington came back from a 28 to 3 deficit and almost beat Ohio State. And they were doing a lot of zone and different things like that. And they are no way I refuse to believe that Washington's as good as Michigan. All right? Yes, we are doing things right now to where we're going to be better. 
okay? Our future is bright. And yes, 2019 should be a huge year for us because one, Harbaugh should realize because Harbaugh's a smart, good coach. He's really a good coach. He should realize that he's a hindrance right now to the overall success of his team. He needs to step back, hire an OC that's going to really take us into the new way of playing football. But still, look at the team that we have coming. Mozzie Smith, if everything I posted on the Michigan Maniac podcast fan page will show you Mozzie Smith is a beast for a defensive line. A beast that he'll be playing next year. Daxton Hill, if he would have been in the fucking uh, the NFL Combine, he would have run the fastest combine time last year at a 4-3. We have him for our safety. That's right. Where Kennell or Kennel was, that's where Daxton Hill is going to be. Yeah, all those passes that Kennel allowed to go right past him, guess what? Daxton Hill ain't going to let that go. He's going to be right on that dude's ass or he's going to be in front of it jumping the route and intercepting some balls. Amory Thomas... Yeah, I love David Long, and I'm glad he's going to the NFL because I really do believe that kid is talented, straight-out talented. So I'm glad to see him go. I really am, and I can't wait to see the success that kid had. Just like I love—I don't really like the Dallas Cowboys, but I love watching Jordan Lewis play. He's had some mega plays that have helped the Cowboys along their way to this playoff run. I love it. I, I want to see the same thing for David Long. I really do because I really admire that kid. I love the way he played. But put Amory Thomas in there? You don't – Amory Thomas is faster than David Long. He runs a 4-4, laser-timed 4-4. Amory Thomas, we got to look to the future of this. Our defense is going to be phenomenal. And then our offense, if Harbaugh just gets out of his own way and gets an OC that can just a, a dynamic OC, he doesn't. He, I mean, I don't even know if he has to be dynamic because with the talent we have coming back, I mean, we've got Black, we've got DPJ, we've got Nico Collins, we've got Eubanks, we've got fucking Zach Charbonnet probably starting. Then we still have Chris Evans. If you use him, you can't run him up the middle. He's not a traditional running back. He's just not. I don't care what we did with him his freshman year. He's not a traditional running back, and he showed that over the last couple years. But guess what? You put him in space and dump off the ball to him, he can make people miss. That boy is a game changer if you allow him to be in the right role. Christian Turner, same thing. We've got talent. It's not like 2015 where Harbaugh was just winging it. You know, I mean, living on a fucking prayer. That could have, that should have been our theme song for the 2015 by Bon Jovi, Living on a Prayer, because that's what we were doing in 2015. We just need to do a few small adjustments and we will be killing it, killing it in the Big Ten. Now, listen. We, I know we're hard on our team right now, but listen, if we were in the West, we would have beaten, uh, I don't know, let's see here, 
we would have taken at least in the last couple years. So 2015, 2016. Uh, let's see here. Let me check my notes. Oh, wait. 2015, we didn't play Iowa. But they went 8-0 in Big Ten play. And they, and they went to the Big Ten title game. But 2016... And 2018, we would have been in the Big Ten title game. All because of divisions. That's why I'm not a big fan of this division bullshit. I hate, I effing hate, one, the conference championships because I think it's dumb. All it is is a big money grab that no longer is relevant. Especially when the, the SEC doesn't really play as many conference games as the Big Ten or any other Power Five conference. And the only reason why the conference championships exist is because the SEC was looking for more money. And that really is. You can do your research and you'll find out the same thing I just told you. But if we were in the West or how it was once laid out when it was the lamest titles I've ever heard, legends and leaders... But let's just give you an idea. If we were still in the legends and leaders idea, but we we made an arrangement where they had said Michigan and Ohio State would play each other every year, right? Michigan in the legends category would have Iowa, Michigan State, Minnesota, Nebraska, and uh, Northwestern. This is before we added Rutgers and Maryland. So let's just take those two out because they really don't matter anyways. And then the leaders is Ohio State, Illinois, uh, Indiana, Penn State, Purdue, and Wisconsin. So if we go by those old divisions, we have been now in Harbaugh's tenure, we probably would have been there two out of four years, the Big Ten title game. But because they overloaded the East and we've got to deal with Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan State every fucking year. And Wisconsin deals with Ted's Barbecue School and the, and the little girls of St. Mary's and all these other bullshit fucking Big Ten teams we tend to put on one side of the ledger. That's why we have fucking problems. And that's why we don't need... That's why we don't need conference or divisions in this conference. We would have been to the Big Ten title game this year if we didn't have conferences. It would have been Ohio State, Michigan all over again. Not saying that we would have won because they schooled our ass in that one game. But still, it would have we would have been to a Big Ten title game. So that would have made three out of four years that we would have gone to a goddamn Big Ten. So it's not necessarily Harbaugh's problem why we have this fucking deal, okay? It's not. He he definitely has his drawbacks. Like I've said, I'm not excusing him for his shortcomings. He needs to be the CEO, not the OC. Plain and simple. There is no fucking way we're ever going to be super successful when he is the OC. It's just not going to fucking happen. Even da- bringing it back to Clemson, even Dabo Sweeney realized this and is no longer the OC or the DC. He's allowed to hire two people to run those departments. And guess what? Once he did that, they went 14 and 1, 14 and 1, 12 and 2, and 14 and 0. Oh. 
If there's any greater proof that Harbaugh needs to let go of his bullshit pride and just be a head coach, which he can be dynamic at, you could be a head coach that just puts constant quarterbacks into the NFL. Because who wouldn't want to learn from one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL? He was. He was captain comeback. He went to numerous Pro Bowls. He, he was one Hail Mary judged badly of going to a Super Bowl. A Super Bowl, people. He was also a power outage away from winning a Super Bowl as a head coach. This guy knows football. He just can't call plays because he's so old school. I get his shortcomings, but let's not forget what he brings to the fucking table, man. All right? And these new school players, I don't know what's going to happen with that. I hope we figure it all out. I hate to think that Don Brown and Devin Bush really argued as bad as they said they did. I don't want to think that. I want to think that my favorite defensive coach and my favorite defensive Michigan player, and I don't know how long, probably since Charles Woodson, were fighting. I don't want to think that. I don't, but I can see it happening. Don Brown's old school. Devin Bush's new school. It's a clash of cultures right now, and we just have to figure out how to live with one another. I'm not saying that Har- Harbaugh's always going to be our coach, and I'm not saying that Harbaugh's always go- will be the one that leads us to the promised land, but I'll tell you something. Who's better right now than Harbaugh? Who would we get that could lead us to the promised land? And Les Miles, by the way, is not a no longer a part of the conversation. He's a Kansas guy now. Who? Just think about it. Who? Harbaugh needs to do some soul searching and realize he just needs to be the CEO instead of the OC. And he can, and I guarantee you, if he does that and he makes the right hire, because when he puts his mind to it, he makes good hires. He really does. I just, I don't see where we can go wrong with this. I just don't. I'm telling you right now, he's gotten a raw deal because 2016, the ball was short. I don't, that wasn't short, but they missed, they pushed him ahead because it was Ohio State's all-time fantasy fucking referee team, and they were all the biggest fans of Ohio State that year, and our defense just got tired. Just got tired. 2016. 2015, we could have never beaten Ohio State. They were way too good. I mean, 2017, we had John O'Corn and we still almost beat those mother effers. John O'Corn. So obviously, Don Brown's defense isn't that bad. It's just that I don't know what happened this season. I don't know what made them turtle into their shell and go fucking all PST, PSDT or whatever, post-traumatic stress syndrome, whatever it is, PST, PSSD or what. I don't care. I know I sound retarded, but I'm just saying, or person of retard. I'm just saying that whatever happened in that fucking Ohio State game – I, I can't even believe it happened. Now, I can imagine us losing in the Peach Bowl to Florida when, one, we're missing two of our most dynamic – I use dynamic a lot because it really describes what I'm trying to say – players in Rashawn Gary and Devin Bush, but also doesn't help that 
uh, Gill and Quiddy Pay both get hurt and don't come back right in the middle of our defense. And where do they get all their biggest rush, all their big rush plays from? Up the middle. Shocker. So I'm not surprised we we lost that game, and I'm not surprised we lost that bowl, that Orange Bowl game, because we were we shouldn't have been there to begin with. We should have been in the playoff. But let's put it this way, guys: one weird fucking kick return or bad coverage on a kick return, and then if you were to tell me, okay, at the end of a bowl game, you have your best cornerback Jordan Lewis against their wide receiver their number one wide receiver I would take that I would take that matchup every day and twice on Sunday and that's what we got and it was the one time Jordan Lewis fucked up or we would have won that game 2016 should be labeled as the what if season because there were so many different games that you could have said what if I'm just saying that I don't see why Harbaugh gets such crap. I mean, he went 10 and 3, 10 and 3, 8 and 5, and 10 and 3. I mean, look at Dabo. Like I said, Dabo Sweeney went 10 4, 11 and 2, 11 and 2, 10 and 3. And out of those four years, he only won one ACC championship. That's it. Just one. Because there was another great team in his division, Florida State. Does that sound uh, somewhere similar? Gee, if it wasn't for Ohio State, we would have been in there three out of four years too. Whoa. Shocker, everybody. That's what happens when you have Urban Meyer, who consistently fucking recruits at a number four level, Recruiting class, they they had a they had a thing on ESPN. Uh, sweater vest was around eleven, uh, the top eleven recruiting class every year on an average. Urban Meyer said, "Fuck you, I'm pushing this to the nth degree," and he's fourth. F- he averaged the fourth best recruiting class in the nation every year he was at Ohio State. Think about that. Right. We had a mountain to climb every fucking year. Ohio State, Michigan State, Penn State. Wisconsin has no troubles. They have Northwestern, a bunch of journalist nerds who happen to put it all together and win this year. And not impressively, by the way, they lost to Akron. That's right. Akron, everybody. Yeah. And we still had to come back. I get it. We suck on the road. That's another thing we got to get better at. I understand. I'm just saying, if we were in the West, we would have been playing Ohio State this year for the nat- for the fucking Big Ten title game. That would have made, like I've said once again, three out of four years. I don't think we deserve the fucking divisions. I think we should just go by record, just like how the Big 12 does it. The Big 12, as lame as that fucking conference is, makes some sense in how they deal with their conference championship. Plain and simple. All right? So that's all I really have to say. I just think we need to give Harbaugh a break. We we still need to hold his feet to the fire because I'll be honest, in 2019, you can't have talent like Giles Jackson, Sammer Still, 
uh, in the, the big three, Nico Collins, DPJ, and Tarek Black with uh, Eubanks, M- Mustafa Muhammad as the tight ends, and even Sean McEwen. Zach Charbonnet, you can't have this a mass of talent, straight up talent, and be lame. You just can't do it. So yes, we should we should hold Harbaugh's feet to the flames for his lame play calling. But the future is so fucking bright. We don't need to play this woe is me bullshit. And we really need to realize where we stand in a in a program that is trying to get to the upper echelon. If we just want to be how we used to be, hey, I hate to break it to you, everybody. We're there. We're there. Go back and check out the fucking history of Michigan football, and you'll see we're an av- we on an average win nine to ten games a year. We haven't won a national title in ninety what ninety eight. It's not like we were just piling up national titles. Okay, so we need to get out of that mind frame. We're not Alabama. We're not USC. We're not Miami. All right? We want to get to that level. So we need to allow the man who's going to get us there the ability to do that. And if he continues to turtle his head right up his butthole, then we need to kick him to the curb and find somebody who will take us to the next step. That's all we need to do. And I don't want to hear about, oh, Miami's doing the same thing. Fuck off. Mark Rick left because Mark Rick didn't want to fire his son. Plain and simple. Miami as a university came to him and said, listen, you got to fire everybody on the offensive level and then we'll keep you. Well, guess who's the quarterback coach? Uh, His son. He didn't want to do it, so he retired. Whatever. I I don't want to judge the man. I'm just saying. That we need to allow Harbaugh to do what he's going to do. Give him enough rope to strangle himself. And if he doesn't get an OC or if he doesn't break out of his mindset and we still go, let's say we go, uh, I don't know. I don't know. If we're 10-3 and next year, are we really that upset? We're still one of the best teams in the nation. Who? I mean, we lived in the dark ages, man, with fucking Rich Rod and Brady Hoke. And then we're going to act like stubborn, well-to-do assholes that say 10-3 and is not good enough when we fucking live through 5-7? and Yeah, I get it. Brady Hoke had an 11-2 and season. That was the fluke of the fucking century. That dude should have played the goddamn lotto in that year. I bet he would have won as well. I'm just saying, man, we, we have not seen success like this in a very long time. Give him enough rope to hang himself. If he doesn't break out of his old school bullshit or if he doesn't get a fucking OC that can do it, then fine. Let's get rid of him. But I'm telling you, he's a smart guy who knows football, and I'm hoping he makes the right decision. That's the same with Don Brown. Um, I Because you add one or two different schemes that Don Brown's defensive ideal we're a fucking powerhouse he just has to come up with a couple packages that will fool big time teams and plus we're getting the speed to really utilize Don Brown's system 
It's all about time. We just need time. Relax. Because I'll tell you, I don't want to go back to five and seven. I don't want to go back to that. I don't want to go back to when Devin Gardner was the best option we had. Okay? I don't want those times. And if we keep fucking around, that's what Har- that's what's going to happen if we get rid of Harbaugh. Because I don't see another great coach coming to Michigan, especially when we crucified a guy who went ten and three, ten and three, eight and five, ten and three. Yes, we lost poorly to Ohio State and Florida this year. Okay, in 2015, we lost badly to Ohio State. But 2016 and 2017, especially in 2017 when we had nothing, we still played them tough. We no longer have Urban Meyer to worry about. We have Ryan Day. And I don't care, they're getting Justin Fields. Woo! Big deal. It makes zero difference if Don Brown adds one or two different coverages to his package because we're going to have the athletes to do this. We're going to have the athletes to fucking compete for a national title. We just have to give it time. And if Harbaugh doesn't change, like I said throughout this whole thing, then we'll hang him for it and we'll get rid of him. And let's hope to God that somehow, some way, we find somebody who can be better to get us over the hump. All right, all I know is it took Beeline 11 seasons to put together one hell of a squad. Now listen, Beeline's gone to two different national titles. It's, he's in his 11th season. We're the number two ranked team in the nation. And we look phenomenal as a basketball team overall. Give All I'm saying is just give Harbaugh the same courtesy. That's all I'm asking. Because, I mean, if we have, what, uh, if he goes for 11 years and all we get are a bunch of 9 and 4, 10 and 3 seasons and maybe one or two Big Ten, I'll be fine with that. Because that's all we've ever done ever anyways. Harbaugh's the way until he can't, if he, if he allows his pride to screw him, then so be it. And then we'll get rid of him. But until then, let's give him time. So that's it. That's all I want to say. I, got, I think I got it all out of my system. I just get tired of listening to these other fucking podcasts that can afford to do research and then just skim over it when they just want to make a stupid point for themselves. I get it. We all want Michigan to win. We all do. I don't think there's one Michigan fan that says, I'm okay with them being five and seven. No one's ever said that. But also, I don't think we need to be greedy fucks when we're 10 and three. All right, we we lost a devastating game to Ohio State. That has effects. Look at Georgia. Look what happened to Georgia. Georgia suffered a devastating loss to, to Alabama, and they lost to Texas. The same Texas team that lost to Maryland. Okay, they beat Oklahoma. But anybody can beat Oklahoma if they have just a more powerful offense. Alabama proved that. I'm just saying. Just give him a chance. And he'll hang himself if he isn't good enough to take us to the promised land. But right now, he's taking us back to where we've always been. 
We just have higher expectations now. So we need to allow him to get to that next level. That's all I'm saying, man. That's it. And I'm with you. If he can't get us over that level, then sure, let's get rid of him. If he continues to shove his head up his butt and we run the most ridiculous offense ever and waste the talent we have, then yes, let's get rid of him. But let's hope he's a smart enough man to see that he's made some errors and that he needs to be the CEO and not the OC. And we'll see success. All right, I'm out of here. This is it. Like I always say, and I really, truly do believe it, because there's, like I've always said to people, there are family members I don't love as much as I love Michigan football. I love them. I hurt when they lose. I'm ecstatic when they win. There's, I feel, I feel pride as if they were a part of my family and they're not. And I know it's probably sounds silly to everybody, but I feel that pride and it makes me feel good about who I am and the team I love and the, even the fucking college in which they play for. All right. It is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. It is just great. I just want us to get to the – I just want us to be patient. And I feel when we get to that peak, which we're there, we're getting there, we're all going to be able to, be able to enjoy it and just party and act as if it was 1999, right, Prince? I'm just saying. It is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. And forever and always, go blue.